Kickbackers, what up? Kickers, what up? Backers, what up? Patreon, what up? YouTube, what up? Just happy New Year, nigga. Happy New Year. We survived. Fuck 2020. Fuck 2020. I survived 2020, nigga. You survived 2020. Goddamn right. You survived 2020, y'all did. Kickbackers. <laughs> Rest in peace to everybody that didn't survive. Indeed. I wrote it up. Miss you. Rest in peace to everybody we lost. This ain't gonna be a sad show though. God I'm gonna have right. some fun. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. We'll be about to hit Nip. Shout out Jay Stone, Don Kennedy, Dom Kennedy. Rest in peace, neighborhood Nip. If you survived 2020, you better get in your game in 2021. You hear me? Tell them Nip. What's the damn name of the podcast? Nigga, it's the same name as it's always <laughs> been. It's a pod named Kickback. A pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You, you say the whole, whole thing. thing. Welcome to the first episode of 2021 for a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution. Will, will be, be televised. televised. I'm no breaks new to righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday, we right back at it. I am the Black Savage. What up, y'all? What up? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek coming at you every goddamn week, every goddamn Monday. Always representing NWA. Nerds with attitude. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to the kickback. Happy New Year. It's 2021. Goddamn, 2021. Oh, Let me Lord. tell you, 21, 21, 21, 21, <laughs> 21, 21, 21. Nigga, I ain't gonna lie to you. There were a few moments in 2020 that I wasn't sure I was gonna make it to 2021. Yeah. In April, when I had that bad sinus shit. I was like, oh, this, this has got to be COVID. My, mm -hmm. my nose so stopped up. Mm -hmm. I was like, am I going to make it to my birthday? I really, y'all know my hypochondriac already. So I was really like, yo, just give me to my birthday. And then I made it and I was like, oh shit, am I going to get through the summer? And then I got kind of comfortable, kind of cool, pretty confident in the people we were, we were around and wearing a mask and all that. 
And then at the end of the year, I was like, when we made these shirts, the I Survived 2020 shirts, I was like, well, damn. Am I going to be able to wear one? Yeah, don't count your chickens. Exactly. <laughs> and I didn't wear this shirt until New Year's Eve. Right. Like, this is this is my New Year's Eve shirt. Right. Because uh, I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch. And um, because it was only about two weeks uh, left in the year um, when I lost my aunt. Um, so, yeah, n- nothing is promised, man. And um, I want to just send a shout out to my family. Love y'all. Absolutely. Um, JB's family, love y'all too. Absolutely. All of our extended families. Um, and I'm happy to say that the majority of our families were able to get through this uh, 2020 without, you know, the massive losses that some families had. Yeah. Where everybody went to Thanksgiving dinner and, and 10, 15 people died. But I know you had some losses in 2020 as well. Yeah, um, I lost uh, I lost some family in 2020. Um, you know, these weren't losses due to COVID, but losses are still losses. That mm-hmm. doesn't that doesn't change the facts at all. They were extremely tough. Um, a lot of people are in that same boat that I am. So really, I count myself as blessed. Um, you know, blessed for my family that. People were able to maintain and maintain livelihoods in 2020. People were able to maintain health. You know, these are these are very serious blessings. And so I have nothing but, you know, thankfulness and optimism going into 2021 because we survived, as you said. We survived 2020, mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. And in 2021, on, on the kickback, we want to give you guys some extra things, some little nuggets that we have, information. So go ahead, JB, timestamp that. Um, uh, I've been, you know, taking different vitamins and nutrients and minerals, um, everything they tell you to get. Now, go get your CMOS, get your vitamin D3, make sure you get your elderberry with the zinc. But I've been going through a black-owned company, Pharmacy for Life, which is by Styles P of the Locks. Think all about the Benjamins, think money, power, respect, think gangster and the gentleman, and his wife, uh, Ajua Styles. And um, I've been buying their products. I've been, uh, I'm anemic, so they came up with an iron and out pill solution which would boost your um the iron levels in your body and which ultimately would give you energy if you if you know anybody who's anemic you know we're tired a little sluggish and don't have as much energy i didn't even know that i was tired or that i didn't have energy until i took the pills you know mm. how like if you need glasses but you don't wear them and you can see right and then you put on glasses like oh shit i can really see now yeah that's what the iron pills did for me it was like oh shit I, I really have energy now. And of course, the CMOS, your bladder rack, uh, the elderberry was think I just ordered. It'll be here any, any day now. The sour sop leaf, I got the ghost bundle, for those that don't know. And then I added the uh, iron and out in addition, and, and elderberry was zinc in addition to the uh, ghost bundle. But uh, black seed oil always sees everybody and say it tastes like pencil savings. If you can imagine sharpening a pencil and then smelling that shit, that's what black seed oil tastes like. We've had people taste it on the show just so we can show you. But um, I'm a big fan of this. Um, their, their healthiness, their health consciousness. And um, I'm on my game. Just wanted to share that with you. The company is Pharmacy for Life. Pharmacy with an F. And um, it's black owned. And they'll get you the vitamins, nutrients. I just ordered the vitamins B, C, and D tablets. It's 
I give it the kickback stamp, JB. Yeah, uh, vitamins, nutritional herbs, nutritional supplements, um, brain food health, energizers, immuno boosters. Um, they've got the documentation there to let you know what healthful benefits are available for each product. So pick a mixed bag, pick a pick a yeah. goodie bag for yourself and get on that because it's about staying healthy and staying right in 2020 20 so we can continue 2021 to sorry yeah 2021 yeah <laughs> I, I ain't got it get, get yeah you still yet yeah. I, I, bro, I almost typed 2020 <laughs> on facebook also i ordered the elderberry with zinc because it's the quote-unquote covid killer and i'm keeping that in my medicine cabinet just in case you know god forbid any of us get it we no will doubt. have that and i'm just no keeping doubt. it in my cabinet and whoever hopefully nobody but if it's ever needed we got it just mm -hmm. want to shout them out. I talked to them over the week. I had an issue with my order. They fixed everything, made it beautiful. You guys are great. You guys are amazing. And thank you for what you're doing for the black community. Hip-hop healthy, baby. No doubt. Um, having said that, and I wasn't an ad. We, I just love the products. Real talk. Um, oh, but we do have a sponsor. So shout out to Moe's Marvelous Cleaning. Uh, Moe's Marvelous Cleaning, they clean my, um, my apartment, JB's. Um, keep us fresh when the ladies come through and look nice and clean. I'm like, oh, a woman lives here? Like, nah, baby, it's just me and Moe's Marvelous Cleaning. Ain't no ladies here, well, except for Moe. Um, but shout out to Moe and Moe's Marvelous Cleaning. Um, just real quick, she lost her job during the pandemic, mm -hmm. as many of you have, mm -hmm. and she started a business. Mm -hmm. Now she's cleaning homes all over Atlanta, and she's an entrepreneur, and she's making more money than she did at her job. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, got to support the black business. Man. So if Period. you're in Atlanta, hit up Moe's Marvelous Cleaning. Do a Google search, a Facebook search, M-O apostrophe S, Marvelous Cleaning, and holler at her so we can keep getting these great rates on our on cleaning up behind two junky-ass men. So yeah, yeah. how about that? <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. JB, I, I I think this is uh I think you should read the kickback factor week because oh. this is one of those things <laughs> I I already I already got it. <laughs> no, no, read it. Oh read, no, read, I read, read, I read it earlier. No, let me read, read it to them. I am. I'm okay, about go, to. Go, 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 I'm go. about to. Explain I thought you about to freestyle it. Oh no 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 I want no. You I was, read it. Oh, I was okay. So Saturn and Jupiter are gas giant planets that produce a truly unique form of weather. Recently, scientists discovered that there is a plenty of carbon in, the in these atmospheres. When carbon soot gets hit by lightning, it hardens into graphite and falls downward. Graphite falling downward, I'm repeating that. Where the pressure of the atmosphere hardens it further until it becomes a diamond. Storms on these planets may literally rain diamonds as big as a centimeter across. So it's raining ice. It's raining ice on Jupiter and Saturn sometimes that's that big. Given their gravitational pull, they have a much greater atmospheric pressure, plus the gases provide a much greater atmospheric pressure. That atmosphere is rich in carbon, so when the lightning electrifies those carbon molecules, it, call, it causes them to line up because graphite is basically an alignment of solid carbon molecules. So it causes these carbon molecules to line up into graphite. Graphite is a less refined, less hardened form of diamond because diamonds, again, are just carbon. 
So when you apply more pressure to that carbon as it enters the lower atmosphere, the pressure hardens and densifies it further, pressions, pressures that graphite and turns it into literal diamonds that fall wow. out of the sky. Diamonds from the sky. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Riri, shut up, Riri. <laughs> um, that that's crazy. crazy uh, what y'all think about that, man? It, it, on uh, Jupiter and Saturn, it literally rains diamonds. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. A lot of fun. <laughs> it is. That's it a is. Lot of fun. And my left stroke just went viral. Our viral story of the week are the stimulus checks and the Senate runoff in Georgia. Let's mm. start with the money. Mm -hmm. I got an email from Navy Federal, and they said, uh, Mr. Newman, Mr. Ratchet, Mr. Righteous Ratchet, your stimulus money is on its way. You check back on January 1st, and you will have your $600. I said, oh, shit. I don't know what I'm going to buy. I'm going to go buy me some Pharmacy for Life vitamins and minerals and do some other things. And then on December 31st, New Year's Day, I got up, went to work because I had to work. I'm off until Wednesday, by the way, but I had to go to work that day. And um, on my way to work, I let me check and just, you know, make sure, see what I got in this account. I got a couple things I need to do when I get off. Oh, I have an extra $600. Well, what do you know about that? So it's I got my stimulus thing. money on New Year's Eve uh, in 2020. So I went into 2021. You know how much money was in my account? $600.20. I'm a baller. <laughs> well, um, that's, uh, that's a wonderful thing. And, um, again, this is, this is government um, doing what it's supposed to do, functioning the way it is supposed to. Here's what happened. Um, as we know, um, Trump vetoed the bill because he wanted two grand in the bill, um, even though we know that you know two grand was going to be a long shot because of what the Republicans were doing. Um, so a lot of people argue that he sent it back to basically set it up so the Republicans can fuck it up well, on the Well, technically denial. he didn't veto it. He threatened to do it. And then he just said, never mind. Mm. He said, I'm going to veto this shit if y'all make it 2000 mm -hmm. And never mind, fuck it. I'll let it go. And then, so he never actually vetoed it. But he, when he let it go, the Republicans, um, he strongly suggested that they better make it 2000 And then they rejected that. And then when it went through, uh, now they're still voting on the extra $1,400. But they sent out 600 immediately to try to help Americans um, but they're still voting, so we may get that additional 1400 at some point. I know some of you don't have your 600 yet. I don't know why. I was like the last nigga to get the 1200 but I was like the first nigga to get the 600 I don't have the answer. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's a good thing. Um, it's, you know, calling it stimulus is a misnomer because it's not stimulus, because we're not trying to make the economy better. We're trying to revive the economy. We're trying to save the economy. Like, they're trying to put food on motherfuckers' tables and make it so that motherfuckers have, you know, like you said, $600.20 in a bank account. You say 21, 20. 21, 21, 21, 21. <laughs> you know, I fucked uh, the joke up. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, real talk, though, you know, this this is money that is that is well needed at this point. So, you know, shout out to the government for making that happen. Let's see if they can make more things happen for us right now. Yeah, and we would have that fourteen hundred additional dollars to two thousand total 
if we had control of the Senate. And that's why this Tuesday, the 5th, my mother's birthday, uh, rest in peace, my peace and blessings upon you, lady Stephanie Ann Dawson, January 5th, get your asses, Georgia, to the polls and vote. And, and I'm yeah. not like those, or we're not like those other shows where it's like, vote for who you think is right. Nah. No, vote Warnock and Ossoff. No question. That's how you vote. If you're confused, Warnock is the black reverend. Ossoff is the young white guy who has big ideas about racial just, social both justice. Both of them are Democrats. Yeah, just both vote, of them are Democrats. Vote, vote Democrat down the Trust me on yeah. like this is this is not a time for you to equivocate and quote vote your stupid ass folk ass non woke <laughs> you know Facebook watching ass conscience. Fuck Facebook. Fuck your conscience. Listen to us. Vote Democrat. Vote yeah. Arnold, uh, Ossoff and Warnock, period. And vote black men for the, uh, I think it's a city council. Yeah, I absolutely. actually know a young lady who knows him. Well, we know a young lady mm-hmm, who knows mm-hmm. him. And we were able to kind of dig into his campaign yes. and see what he's about. He's a good guy. He is indeed uh, a good black guy. Man. Black man. Black M-O-N. Good guy. And, and his name is Blackmon. He's a Blackmon. Okay, and bad joke. If you bad joke. <laughs> if you haven't voted already, um, do expect some lines out there. The last day for early voting was December 30th, the date on which New and I voted. Yep. We live in, quote, suburbs, and those of you who are really woke, y'all know what that means. We're not used to standing in line to vote where we live. Um, I was standing in line with a bunch of white people new to vote. Too, I stood LJ in line for 90 minutes. Nigga. It was white people with, with, with tank tops and shorts on, and it was <laughs> fucking 40 degrees. I was like, yo, I had a sweater and a jacket on, and I was still like, bruh. And I'm looking, I'm like, no, you're shivering. But I guess once you get in line, you're like, fuck that shit, I ain't getting out. That's exactly But I was like, did you not look at the weather today? Like, why are you no, dressed like not. this? No, they did not. No, they white did people not. be wilding. I didn't either. I didn't look at the weather, but I'm not white, so I wasn't caught out there with shorts and shit <laughs> on. I had on a t-shirt and a pullover over top of that shit. Nigga, I was out there. Plus, I had to piss, too. So <laughs> I'm out there doing the pee-pee, stay, staying alive dance. I stay alive. And I'm staying alive. Staying stay alive. No. Generating body. Staying dry. <laughs> staying dry. <laughs> Nigga, hey, it was. The funny part about that, JB, is when I, as soon as I pulled up to the pole, I just took a piss behind the Publix. I just was like, I, I see the line. I know my blood. I'm, I'm old. Go ahead and take this piss. And it's funny that I did that as soon as I got there and you got caught in line because I was afraid of getting caught in line. <laughs> I should have done it. I should. I was like, there's got to be like a jiffy. I was like, there's got to be something down there and I'm where normally I can take a piss. The nigga that got to go into a bathroom. I don't want to disrespect the property. JB Blind, I'm pissing right here. Yeah. In the middle of this golf course, it's whatever. JB don't give a fuck. You so I was like, yeah, right. nigga, I would have thought you would have been the one. Nigga, I would have <laughs> pissed right in front of my car if I knew it was that deep. But I... All the white people out there, I didn't want to get arrested and shit. I was like, it's gonna be some poll watchers out here looking for mm-hmm. a motherfucking, looking for a way to keep get a nigga out of line. Hey, he pissing. That's a decent exposure. You can't vote. I right, right. Good point. Good point. So I was like, let me find a real bathroom. So the police yeah. won't take me away. I didn't find a bathroom. I stood and did the pee pee dance for ninety minutes, which Jesus. is like amazing for me, new because I can't yeah. get through a fucking show. You know, right? So, uh, I can't. I can't. Uh, I have to take a piss when I leave before I go to work and before I leave the office. I can't fuck around with traffic. 
No, oh, I, I no. can't do it. No, me neither, nigga. And so that line was a beast. I got through it. I got my sticker. I got my voting. It's not that hard, y'all. And it's so, so important. That's why you're probably getting 15 texts a day like I am reminding you to vote because it's that real. So make sure you get out there on Tuesday if you have not done so already. If you have done so, we'd love to see your comments in the line on YouTube and on our other outlets letting us know that you handled that for us. Thank you. And do what the fuck we say. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> One knock us off, Blackman. Boom. All right, boom. Let's do a, a quick 2020 review uh, timestamp. That, <laughs> that's our new slang, because we got some things coming for y'all kickbackers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to take you through a timeline of 2020. It is really, really hard to do, so we're going to jump around a little bit. Mm -hmm. it, we don't want to spend the entire show doing this, but we want to acknowledge Yeah, we could. One or two nods a year. Um, and shout out to Uncle Murder and shout out to Mad Skills for their year-end wrap-ups. Did you did you hear either one of those mm -mm. this year? Mm -mm. I texted to you. Uh, you okay. should check it out. I'll check um, it out. Uncle, well, they, they both did a really good job. Uh, Mad Skills, at the end of his, he said, um, I, don't, I forget the exact lyric, but like, maybe this is something you didn't expect. This song was eight minutes and 46 seconds, but that's the same amount of time that cop had his knee on George Floyd's neck. And I was like, damn. Yeah. I've been listening serious. to this song for a long ass time. Very serious. And he kind of painted the picture. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how long this song is? Mm -hmm. That's how long that man knee was on his neck. Mm -hmm. And to make you just go like, we ain't letting that go. Right. We we will get justice for George Floyd. You got him right. Um, and Uncle Murder, he does the better version to me. Mm -hmm. um, it's always entertaining, always funny. But he said this is his last wrap up. He's not doing it no more. Now, that could be publicity, mm. you know, but he said it, and he kept referencing, I ain't want to do this shit this year. This year been so fucked up, I ain't want to do it. I can understand Throughout the that. entire song, like every 18th bar, he like, nigga, I ain't want to do this. And his song was like 12 minutes long. Yeah. But he was like, I ain't want to do this shit, I ain't want to well, do this speaking shit. Speaking of what we was talking about before about the peeing, keep, keep going. Cause <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, but JB in line with the white people, he can hold it. When he's standing next to me, a nigga, he got to go to the bathroom. See? See? But you know what? That was more important because you had to vote. That's more important. Not that you kickbackers are not important. You guys are important. This, this uh, Make sure you vote. And um, I'll start this with uh, you know, our 2020 review, and I'll start with Kobe. And I give JB enough time to get back out here. So I was sick. I had the flu or maybe a mild version of COVID in January. And I was off work laying in my bed. I had called JB, asked him, what should I take? I, I went and bought tea. I bought Lysol. I bought everything because we do the podcast. I didn't want to get him sick. And that's why I had Lysol when the pandemic first hit because I got sick. And JB told me, get, get the tea, get to this, get to that. And I got some Lysol. Um, so I'm in the bed sick watching Kobe's funeral, crying like a fucking baby. Um, and the very next day, I felt better, of course. I went back to work. But this section that we're talking about is Kobe. We lost Kobe and Gigi Gianna Bryant this year. And that yeah. shit was devastating. Yeah. I was driving around, and I got a text. No, I got an alert that said Kobe Bryant was in a helicopter that crashed. And I'm like... That doesn't sound like people live from an helicopter crash. Right. What's going on? And I didn't know if it was him, his entire family. I didn't know if it was him and other NBA players. I didn't know where they were going. I didn't know what was going on. All I knew was they saying Kobe did. 
I text our group chat, text the five. What's going on? You see Kobe? You see the shit of Kobe? You see the shit of Kobe? I'm texting all my sports fans, sports friends. I'm like, what's going on with Kobe? What's going on with Kobe? And slowly but surely, everybody started texting back like Kobe died. I pulled over on the side of the road and had to sit there and, and go through all my group chats and and process it. It was on a Sunday, the day of our podcast that we yeah. record. Sunday, Monday. And um, we had Dre, who's been on the show a few times, supposed to be our, our special guest that day. And by the time I got home and kind of processed everything, it was just like, fuck the show. We did it, but I know our hearts wasn't in it. It was a J- fucked up day. It was a fucked up day. JB, take us back to, um, I, I'll, I'll close with this. I was heartbroken. I In Kobe's early years, I was a fan. In those middle years with the drama with Shaq, I stopped being a fan and started disliking him. And then I kind of understood his point where like, damn, Shaq, come to the camp in shape. We, 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 if you get your shit together, we can win more. And if you're not, then I want you off the team. Well, I want to go. So I started to understand Kobe a little more. And then I started to have a real love for Kobe to the point where he retired. I, um, I loved him. And I was like, he scored the 60. I was smiling ear to ear. And he became one of my favorites in his post career as well. Um, so I was hurt when yeah. I found out. Um, I didn't cry immediately, but I did cry watching the funeral. JB, take us back to when you found out and then the process moving forward for you. Um, you know, I'm, I tend to be oblivious to the text and the social chatter that goes on during the day. So I actually found out that night as we were prepping mm. for the show. Um, and it came as a complete and total shock to me. I was hurt. Um, because Kobe was one of those players that I hated early in his career because of his attitude and his arrogance and his supposed inability to sort of learn from others, namely his coach. Like, I still believe that if he had passed the basketball more during that championship where he played with Shaq, then they would have then they would have um, done a much better job and won. And so I struggled with him early in his career, and then I watched him grow as a basketball player. I watched him work on his skills and improve. And then I watched him really just become really just a much better individual as well with his philanthropic work and, you know, with his outreach and with him raising his children. I got to see him really grow into... uh Helping the WNBA. Yeah, I mean, he really became like just a really good, strong black man that I could respect. And watching, you know, and losing somebody like him, losing one of our our black moguls, our black leaders so early, really, really hurt me, New. And we were just getting warmed up in 2020. That was in what, like January? January. It was January. January of 2020 to get hit with that kind of loss in January. And to know his daughter was with him. God was was just us up, though. It was was crazy. Right. I was a Gianna Bryan fan. And she was like 13 years old playing basketball. And I knew she was going to the WNBA. She already had an offer letter from University of Kentucky. Connecticut, UConn, I'm sorry. UConn. It was UConn, yeah. yeah she she already serious, had a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Like, she was going to be like the Kobe Bryant of women's basketball. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, she was vicious. And it just, it just hurt. 
a uh, game break. I like this transition defense they're playing Hell yeah, right the now. Wizards. The Wizards <laughs> are playing the Brooklyn Nets, and they are looking mighty good. But see, we do this. We do though. this. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> they are. They got a couple steals. Um, but we look good. Well, offensively, we look good mm -hmm. for three quarters. Mm -hmm. Defensively, we don't really look good. Mm -hmm. So maybe this is a good trend. This man averaging nineteen point eight points, twelve point eight rebounds, and twelve point three assists, and we are one in five. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! Well, yeah, Jesus uh, Christ! Effects of twenty twenty. Well, we're we're one and zero oh in twenty twenty one. Hey, so this um, might be the year for the Wizards as well. So are you done with your wrap up for? Uh, hell no. Okay. We on the first topic. On twenty twenty. All we talk about was Kobe. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. what you did. Yeah. I went to the bathroom. I didn't know what oh, you did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't gone that long. Nigga. You ain't taking shit. <laughs> so Trump's impeachment. We ain't even got to talk about that. We know what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah quarantine. That was a hot mess. Quarantining. Um, JB lives about 700 steps from me. <laughs> 700 uh, footsteps. And we didn't see each other for two months. Yeah. Um, we didn't know what was going on with COVID. We, were, we both had pre-existing uh, conditions, I guess. Yeah. I have high blood pressure. JB's a diabetic. And we just weren't taking chances. Just like, fuck all this shit. Yeah. And um, I went without any real human interaction for months. Um, and it was, it, was, it was a weird feeling. And I was afraid to date the girls I knew. I would see them on Instagram at a club. I'm like, oh, I am. You don't know, text me talking about can you come through? Hell no, bitch. Like you, yeah. you, you want some bullshit. Um, niggas I know was going out, and I was like, uh, my barber stayed in the streets. So I can't get a haircut because these niggas won't stay out of the streets. So it was wild to be quarantined, and it was wild to see how other people really didn't give a fuck about quarantine, and were doing living life as normal like there was no pandemic. Um. I learned that I love myself. I learned that I can have a shit ton of fun by myself. I learned that I actually prefer my company to company with other people uh, most of the time. I didn't know how much I like being alone. I'm thinking they always want a game night, always want to hang out, always want a day where y'all coming through, y'all want to watch this, y'all want to go over here, y'all want to, and I was like, I actually like me and by myself. Yeah. Get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually, because JB, you're more uh, profoundly known for that. Yeah. I'm more the, everybody come through, everybody, hey, where the girls at? Da, da, da. And I found that I can have an amazing time by myself. Yeah. Um, the Me a bottle and some lotion. But anyway, well, go ahead, JB. JB, you, you tell your story. Yeah. The, quar the quarantine was, <laughs> was crazy for me because of how it, started for me personally it started actually um in my office and with my uh, ex-wife the mother of my children um and the way it started for me was while we were dealing with that covid shit my office was dealing with a seriously bad outbreak of the flu somebody came to work sick as fuck um and i mean like sick as fuck to the point where she was like wrapped up in blankets and shit shivering and shit and she sat right next to me 
And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm taking my, my vitamin C and my zinc and shit and washing the fuck out of my hands. Damn near ready to wear a mask to work. She gets 30% of the office sick. 30% of the office goes down right after that shit happens. My ex-wife who works in clinical research starts talking to me about the shit that she's hearing from her business partners What's in this China. Time frame? Huh? What's this time frame? This time, this time frame is late January, okay. early February. Okay. Like before, the, before we really knew. Yeah, like the third week in January is when I started hearing about this shit. Um, and so I'm like, oh shit. All right, well, we'll see what happens. And then it turns out that the government doesn't do shit, doesn't do shit about the pandemic, doesn't do shit about tra travelers coming in through our uh, airline borders. And so then the pandemic hits. All of a sudden, it's this huge outbreak. They're recommending quarantining for everybody. And I had to develop the quarantine plan for my office and submit it to senior management because no work had been done. And my whole team was coming to me like, uh, JB, like, what, what you gonna do? Like, like, what, what was, like, are you seeing what's going on? Anyway, the, co the, the quarantine hits, I can't see anybody. New already broke that down for you. The people that I did try and focus on seeing and being safe with were my children. I had to see them. So I was extra, extra, extra careful. Like New said, he had, you know, that whole thing. So I went and got tested before I saw my kids. Once I got tested, I was able to see my children. That made quarantine much more survivable for me. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, my birthday, me and JB did a versus. Because um, we were doing our own versus battles. We had done... Uh, Tupac versus Biggie and T.I. versus Rick Ross and New Edition, the group versus New Edition, the solo acts. I think we did Rihanna versus Beyonce. We had some classic verses. We had some serious had, versus battles. Hell the, yeah. What was the Boys to Man Jodeci? Boys to Men Jodeci. Uh, who All that shit is on YouTube, by the way, you guys. Michael Jackson versus Prince. Prince. Yeah, yeah we yeah. had some serious uh, Michael, battles. Michael Jackson versus Prince. Oh, and this is the most legendary a podcast set in the history of podcasts. This sofa and these vinyl albums behind us is legendary. Get you a t-shirt with it on it. It looks so good you can statement. wear it, baby. I'm telling Hell yeah. you. Man. I'm telling Hell you. Hell yeah. Yeah, I wore that on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Looking fly. Looking fly. Goddamn right. Goddamn right. Um, As we get through 2020, uh, we also had the versus battle we kind of spoke of. Timberland and Swiss Beast did a great job, a great thing having these artists battle each other or celebrate each other. I love them all. Um, I had some of them, uh, my favorites. Uh, probably my favorite uh, so far was probably, I really like the Jeezy and Gucci. I, um, I really like Brandy Monica. I fucking loved Patty and Gladys. Cause that I was about to say, that was my favorite one. Yeah, Patty that, and that Gladys took me back was to, great. Like, all, all the drama, I'm going to say it. That took me back to when I was Little Ricky. Because <laughs> oh, uh, those are my mother's two favorite artists and Dionne Warwick. Um, so to watch that, I mean, that shit brought tears to my eyes to see my mother's favorite artists that I grew up with, you know, as my play aunties and shit, 
to see them do that and hear all those old songs. It put me back in Mayfield in my mother's living room. It put me back in 7th and Webster Northwest in my mother's living room. And those demons you know. still sounded good during that. Yeah. Jump. They were singing yeah. live and doing it, like doing it for real. Snoopy DMX was a good one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, them niggas knew all each other's songs. Yeah, that yeah. Was great. <laughs> that shit, that was, shit was great. And we missed out on Bay Ashanti doing uh, her live with Keisha Cole, her versus with Keisha Cole, because she caught the coronavirus. But that's coming up this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we will see it in, by the time you get this, five, six days. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be my favorite one because I want to see what Bay got on. I want to see how <laughs> Bay looking out there. <laughs> uh, see them thighs. I hope the thighs are out. That's uh, all I'm going to say. Y'all know I love Ashanti. Y'all know Ashanti loves me back. She wished me happy birthday. She has shouted me out on her live. Y'all know what it is. Don't be dumb. But I hope that we get that. Um, thank you to, for Temple and the Swiss for that. And D-Nice, JB. Mm-hmm. With his club, quarantine, whatever it was, he was playing the music and everybody tuning in with Solo Obama. Yeah, that was nice. That was, it was like an online, it was like an online block party or yeah. like an online family reunion. Because it was more than just like an online club event or online party, just because the vibe was so positive and friendly and it was just so much like fellowship like the comments were like oh yeah i see you so and so i see you so and so oh what's good my nigga i'm, I'm in this section we yeah pretend to be in clubs and shit <laughs> yeah yeah it was really really fun and you got hundreds of thousands of people involved you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah um a oh we hit a, hit a million hit a million at one yeah, point yeah it did hit a million i think it hit a million a couple of times yeah actually. yeah um, you know, that's just dope. Like a block party for the country, um, for the world is what Hell the yeah. world needed. Um, and we saw a lot of those in 2020 where black people, black people especially gave the world what they needed in terms of emotional, you know, strength and um, art that really kind of lifts you up. You know what I'm saying? We got a, ro- a lot of really, really good material out of the black community in 2020 in that round. Hell yeah. I'm glad you, you made that point on, JB. I just got to say one more shout out to Teddy Riley and Babyface, the one that started. Well, actually, Timberland and Swiss started it, and then they made it a thing. And when they got Teddy Riley and Babyface, we was all lit, and then they couldn't get the sound together. I'm like, JB, go over there and help them with the sound. <laughs> if you do the sound for the kickback, you can do the sound for them. Help them, JB. <laughs> It was it was crazy. That shit became like a meme. <laughs> yeah. Teddy, like, it was so bad. And Babyface was so cold blooded. Like, <laughs> do you have your little stuff together yet? Oh no, you don't. Okay, bro, I'm not gonna see him much longer. I just um, like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Babyface is a G. <laughs> oh man, I got, I got other shit to man, do. Shit to do. <laughs> and Babyface had COVID. This whole family had COVID. <laughs> yeah, and they all survived. God bless them. Yeah, man. Um, a dark, you know, more darkness. Tory Lanez shot Megan Thee Stallion. He's denying it, but it looks like everything I see looks like it was him, it, and that yeah. was just weird. It looked like some Bama shit too. It bro. did, like niggas, yeah, you gotta relax. Yeah, y'all niggas gotta relax for real. Like, I, <laughs> protect black women. I, I don't know a, a nice way to say anything about this situation. There is nothing. It's just nice like to you, bitch ass nigga. Like what the yeah, fuck? You nothing. shot a woman. If if you put your hands on her, I would be mad. 
Will you shatter? Like what the? All right, man. All yeah, right, it's man. it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot. Yeah, he did the most. Um, and, the most. and that shit just needs to stop. Point blank. Period. It's no other no other way to put it. New. Just yeah. that simple. Shout out to Meg. Glad you back doing your thing. No doubt. And Tori, I don't know. Figure some shit out, my nigga. Yeah. Um. Georgia made the well. I'll come to this last. Um, Zoom. Mm-hmm. We got to the point where we weren't even seeing each other, so we had to do the podcast via Zoom. The world was meeting via Zoom. We just Literally. did Kwanzaa with my family, with well, our family, uh, for Zoom, Zoom with Zoom, yeah. via Zoom. Um, Zoom became. We should have bought some stock in Zoom, JB. My G, uh, Zoom, uh, Zoom, go to meeting. Um, Netflix, um, uh, Netflix, Streamyard, um, YouTube, all of those motherfuckers um, did extremely well financially um, in 2020 because that was the way that the world literally communed and communicated and entertained itself. Um, I can't count for you how many regular shows I watched that were now doing virtual broadcasts, like not in the studio. Bill Maher, Stephen Colbert, uh, Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers. I watched the book of those. Mm-hmm. I did too. I did too. And so, you know, this we we got to use we got used to seeing like our news outlets and our media outlets um, promoted and broadcasted virtually. We got used to working virtually, going yeah. to virtual meetings, family meetings, family gatherings. My my yep. son's eleventh birthday. We had thirty people show up. You and the rest of the five mm-hmm. were some of them all show up on a Zoom call. New. Yeah, <laughs> even our favorite podcast, Joe Budden Podcast, yeah. and all the others. And us, the yeah. kickback, we were virtual. Yeah, Zoom. Zooming yeah. it away, man. Zooming Zo- it away. We had to do what we had to do. We made it work, you know? And then we started bringing in guests. Because we could, since we could, since we were <laughs> virtual, we could bring in guests in DC, guests. guests, you know, in London. We didn't have anybody in London, but we could have brought somebody from London. We had the ability to. Um, and see, see how the Wizards going to leave right now? Yeah. I just want to bring that up. 10 10 1 run. Just want to shout that out. Um, uh, but regardless of all of that, we kept the podcast going through the pandemic. We took the last two weeks off. I know you guys missed us to end the year solidly to tie some loose ends in other areas of our lives, give ourselves a break to recharge for the new year. But we gave you an episode, at least one episode, every week until the last two weeks of the year. Mm-hmm. And if you take the bonus episodes we gave you, we get, it's 52 weeks in a year. We gave you, I think, 54 episodes. Yeah, we gave you 54 unique, brand new episodes. But if you count the mini, the mini episodes and the yeah. versus battles, oh, I think shit. we're I think we're creeping up to somewhere in the neighborhood of 60 this year. New yeah, in terms yeah. of broadcast, you know, you know, episode level material. Because them versus battles, some of them were two, two and a half hours long. Yeah, you know, no bullshit. Um, so yeah, uh, we gave y'all some really, really solid material, and that's. That's the win that a pod named Kickback takes from 2020. Not only did we survive, we thrived and we grew and we flourished, you know. Yeah, and while we're talking about us, we also started a merchandise line, a clothing line, stepped our Patreon up. Like, the t-shirt JB has on, it's a pod named Kickback. That's, that's our merch. Mm-hmm. Our clothing line, NFS, this is I Survived 2020, the shirt that I'm wearing. Like... We did things. We didn't sit still. 
We gave you episodes. We gave you merch. We we like we we put our work in, and a lot of other podcasters did it too. But I'm gonna tell you, no, nobody was as consistent as us. And I'm gonna keep it a buck. Any any at any given moment, we in the top 200 entertainment news podcasts of all time. I don't mean we had a good week. I mean all time numbers from the history of the beginning of podcasting up until now. We're consistently in the top 200. You know, more than that in the top 100. And we've crept up to number 13. Like, it's not a game. And we owe that to y'all kickbackers. Yeah. Like, like I won't talk our shit a little bit. I don't want to get too cocky. And, but I just want to say, like, uh, our 20, numbers. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. For, I'm sorry. It, it just cut you off. It just speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we're delivering good content. And I think that's why we're in this position, JB. Yeah, and we're and we're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna we're gonna offer you guys. Um, we're not really gonna change up our format, as it were, new. But we're gonna offer you. We're gonna offer you different well, uh, realms and ways and means of consuming this format. We're gonna give you a lot more flavor, a lot more herbs and spices in this original recipe. You know. Absolutely. Oh shit, JB KFC. <laughs> the KFC podcast. Wait a minute. <laughs> But um, I do want to wrap up 2020, but mm-hmm. I want to just shout out a couple things. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talked about dating during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. How crazy that was. Like, I I, I ain't going to tell y'all my business, but <laughs> some unique things have happened with me in this dating during a pandemic. But as a business. Um, the Proud Boys, Trump getting out of office, losing the election in 2020. And getting Biden and, and a black woman that went to my alma mater, HU, you know, in the White House. Um, we uh, The Proud Boys, yeah, fuck them. George Floyd, we talked about that. Not to say we talked about that, like to dismiss it, but just to say that we, we've addressed it and we want to move on to the rest of the show. Rest Absolutely. in peace, Ahmaud Arbery and everybody else we lost to police violence this year. We are not giving up on that movement, but it's. Hell no. We're fighting. Black Lives Matter. No doubt. Fuck you mean. No doubt. Um, the NBA bubble. They nailed it with the bubble, JB. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did. They nailed it. Uh, we got to see a championship. LeBron won his fourth ring. We'll get to that in sports. Yeah. But the bubble was a big deal. It was. Um, it was the most successful sports. Uh, the NFL has had people on leave at COVID, which fucked up some of our fantasy football shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we love you and we care about you. Uh, NBA, NFL players, but on a selfish surface level, it fucked up our fantasy leagues. But it we're glad you guys sure are okay. Did. It goddamn <laughs> sure did. Well, shout out to the NBA. For yeah, I ain't want to be insensitive, right? <laughs> I, I mean, that's but that's that's real though, because you're talking about executive management, which always needs to be evaluated. The job is what it is, you know. Uh, toilet paper. Why are we all buying up all the toilet paper? Jesus, that was the funniest thing in 2020. Like the cure was in the toilet paper. Hello, oh, shit. I need to get some toilet paper. And then and bind up the Lysol. But I ain't worried about it. I got so many cans of Lysol. Ah, it'll last me the rest of the year at least. I did go get some. Man, fuck you, me. You need some? I got you. I'm really good. I do need some. <laughs> I'm out. Um, what else? The Pharmacy for Life we talked about. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. And the losses. Um, just once again, rest in peace to my aunt Rhoda. Um, prayers up for my aunt Sheila that's in the hospital, well, in recovery right now, um, and has been recovering for six, seven months in the hospital and in a recovering facility. If you didn't know, if nobody told you, 
It's real. Yeah. I'm going through it. My family going through it. I know it's fucking real. Yeah. And I don't want to hear that dumb shit. It's a pandemic. Okay, they planned it. So what? It's still happening. Yeah. You got your elderberry, you got your zinc, you got your CMOS. Are you exercising? Are you eating vegetables? Are you wearing your mask? That's yeah. what I care about, JB. You sound you sound stupid to me when you start talking about how the virus was manufactured and this, that, and the third, because those are things to be discussed after we're not losing the equivalent of a 9-11 every motherfucking day in the United States in terms of COVID deaths right now. Think about how 9-11, what 9-11 did to the country. We lost 2,442 lives in 9-11. We are losing over 3,000 a day. A day. Right now. A day. Right now. Um, so when you're talking about conspiracy, I'm like, you need to shut the fuck up. And most importantly, you need to put a motherfucking mask on. Like, I'm, I'm not really interested in what you got to say unless you got a mask on right now, my G. <laughs> and it needs to be above your nose. People <laughs> are wearing you. masks Young. over their mouth. Young. And it's, it's freaking me out. Young. What the fuck is that, Joe? I don't what know. Is, what? What I don't that? know. So you, so you, you, you be putting condoms like halfway on and shit, like, just, like, just on like, your balls. Right. You just put on your balls. <laughs> like, like <laughs> what, what, what is, what is this? What is this? Funny? I don't know what the fuck they're doing, JB. <laughs> it's and and so we got making cut. me feel like the grumpy old man always saying something. I'm like, I don't know. I got it. No, nah, I mean. That that's that Bama shit, and we and we really got to cut that out, um, because it's getting worse everywhere. There's a more virulent yeah. version of the virus that not more virulent, but more contagious version of the virus that is out there that will infect people more quickly. They say now, so you have to be extra, extra, extra careful because it's a lot of motherfuckers out there just not wearing masks at all. They finally admitted that. Grocery stores are an extremely, extremely high risk factor now. They just said that shit on the nightly news like maybe like three days ago. And they're saying now, finally, like stay the fuck out of grocery stores, number one. And number two, they need to vaccinate grocery store workers because they're getting an infected at an extremely high rate. But that's because yeah. you dumb motherfuckers are going to the store to buy cigarettes and not wearing your mask. Like, people are going, like, they're going to the grocery store like like it's regular. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You can't do that shit. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox. And when they have the thing on the floor that say, go that way, this aisle, and that way, this aisle, you go the right way on the aisle. Damn it. Uh, and I'm, now, I'm off my soapbox, niggas. Yeah, um, that's real. So we're going to leave 2020 behind us because it is now 2021. You understand me? So... Our what the fuck story of the week. JB started a company that will pay you $3,000 if you're a couple to have sex over the course of eight weeks. They want you to test out eight different beds and uh, let them know what bed you prefer. And if you tell them, and once you tell them the bed that you prefer, you get that bed for free along with the $3,000. When I read this, I immediately thought, why am I not in a relationship right now? <laughs> that was my first thought. My second thought was, hmm, $3,000 and a mattress? 
And these mattresses aren't the cheap ones. I've owned a thousand dollar mattress and I ain't never been rich. So I know that, you know, quality mattresses are upwards of a thousand dollars. So you got three thousand dollars in your pocket and probably a three thousand dollar mattress and you get to have intentional sex. I need to get me a COVID buddy and start up this marketing service. Yeah, I, I had a COVID buddy. It, 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 it has not worked yeah, out. I yeah. think I'm, I think I'm going to get a girlfriend. If you, if you look good and you got a negative <laughs> test, man, hit me up, man. They, oh, they, for the love of JB, ladies, <laughs> come through, come through. Let's let's, let's get this let's get this uh, let's get this mattress money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mattress money. That's for funny because niggas always put their money under the mattress. Here, mattress money. I gotta see what's going on. I got. I, I, I might. I might wind up in a relationship this year. We will see how this, this year play out. Hey man, not we a bad see how thing. Play out. Not a bad thing. She she on my she on my bad side of the DJ. So, <laughs> if you listening, you you know you're not on the right side. <laughs> just, so, just so you know. But anyway, moving on. That's kind of crazy though. Um, in real life, like for real, would you do it? Absolutely. I would absolutely do it. No question. I, I mean, especially if I were in a relationship, fuck yeah. Um, now, if I were that company, I wouldn't just be handing out three grand to couples. Like, I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. you need to be fucking at least at least five times a week in order to make this shit work. Yeah, I'd be like, baby, ba- baby, I know you're tired, but we got a job to do. Yeah, we, we, we made it. It's in the contract, baby. Right. That's what they need to do. They need to give niggas a break and be like, you need to fuck a minimum. <laughs> fuck that five times a week. You need to fuck a minimum of ten times a week. Hey, like, hey. Give niggas some yeah. give niggas some help. Yeah, some extra nuts out there. That's right, that's right. That's right. That's what's up. Um, I Don't Be Dumb Award, JB, goes to your favorite state, Georgia. Um, what's up with your people, JB? Why they in the clubs? Why they not listening? Why they still running around without no mask? Why they in the grocery stores with no mask? Why are you seeing them? What are they doing? They're fucking up, and they've been following the lead of this Republican-led um, state government that's just been like, hey, it's whatever, and I'll and I'll keep it a hundred with you. This is how whatever it is. Um, so uh, one day I woke up in the morning. I had a low grade fever, um, and I had a little bit of a sniffle. It was not COVID nineteen. It was basically like some kind of hay fever or flu or some shit. I called my boss. I was like, "Yo, I'm not coming in. I'm going to go and get tested before I come back in again." So one day passes. Um, and then the second day I make my appointment, they're like, you can't get tested again um, until, uh, you know, tomorrow. And then it's going to be a two day waiting period. So I'm like, boss, I need to be out of work all week. I'm coming back on Monday after I get this negative test. That's the way to be safe. She's like, no, our company policy is that if you have COVID like symptoms, um, you have to have a diagnosis of COVID within three days in order to stay away from work. And I was like, how exactly am I gonna have a diagnosis of COVID within three days of showing (laughs) symptoms when it takes two days to get the test back? Wow. (laughs) And they they definitely didn't have no fucking COVID procedure. What the hell? Yeah, and so I'm sitting there like, Okay, 
I'm getting my test. I got to go back to work or else I'm going to get fired. But I got my test first. Thank God my test came back negative. My symptoms were eliminated. But that's just an indicator of how fucked up shit is in Georgia. It's institutionally fucked up. It's not just weird-ass, crazy-ass people out here. It's literally the businesses and institutions that are also fucked up. Letting people come into little small-ass restaurants with no mask on and shit. Mm-hmm. Let motherfuckers eat inside with no mask on so the, so the staff and shit, you know, are at risk. It's all kinds of bullshit going on out there yeah. in Georgia, and that's yeah. why it's fucked up in Georgia, and that's why they deserve this reward. I mean, this award, new. Georgia, don't be dumb. No. Stay your asses in the fucking house. doubt. No doubt. Like, this shit is just dumb. It's bad, Like, man. I mean, I know I, there was a New Year's party that we went to last year, and they did their invites for it this year, and they had 90 people. And I told them all, oh, I love you, hope you have a great time, but ain't no way in fucking hell I'm going to see you. Y'all motherfuckers pass crabs around like it was nothing. I don't know what you're going to do with fucking COVID. So I'm, I'm out. I don't want to see you. I don't want to be here. And I hate to say this, but I'm kind of like 14 days later, January 15th, I want to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying with these motherfuckers, these 90 motherfuckers that chose to party together. Well, I mean, you saw what happened 15 days after Thanksgiving, and you're going to see it again right after Christmas, and you're going to see it again probably, like you said, on January 15th. We're seeing these successive spikes in COVID rates. And, you know, everyone was like, Georgia's good. Georgia's And I was like, no, Georgia is not good. Georgia is blessed to have a wide open, like a less densely populated urban center than other places like New York and Chicago do and D.C., frankly. So Georgia is blessed with our space. That's not going to that's that's not going to do it, though. That's not enough. You know what I'm saying? nigga? No. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, it's it's just wow. So that 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 that, that comes from you drinking that shit. <laughs> so our uh, Nipsey Hustle Award uh, goes to a few people. One being Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond is the assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs under Greg Popovich, a woman, former WNBA player, who uh, Greg Popovich was strategically coincidentally tossed during a nationally televised game in the first quarter against the defending champion Los Angeles Lakers because he got mad at a ref. So essentially, Becky Hammond coached the entire game on national television. Does anybody think that Greg Popovich did that on accident? No, he wanted to showcase this woman coach and give her the opportunity to coach on national television on the biggest stage against the biggest team in the oh, world. You're talking about Pop. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to Pop. He gets no the Nipsey doubt. Hussle Award for doing that. But Becky Hammonds gets the Nipsey Hussle Award as well for being a great coach and for breaking barriers in the NBA as a woman. Mm-hmm. And we salute you. And I think as we saw earlier, uh, I forget who said it, but she doesn't have to be the first female head coach, but she should, de- in the NBA, she should definitely be one of them. Girl power, I'm rocking with you. Yeah, yeah. She's not the only qualified assistant coach in the NBA right now, so she doesn't have to be the first. 
Um, but all of them deserve their shot. She got hers. I hope to see more of it. She did well. She looked cool, calm, and collected, comfortable in the leadership role, new. And so my hope is that you know she's able to stay on and work through that apprenticeship with Popovich, so she can get his knowledge, his knowledge, his expert team management, um, and become a brilliant head coach. You know what better, what better tutor, what better mentor could she have? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And shout out to Christy Tolliver, African American player in the WNBA, who sits with uh, playing for the Washington Mystics, world champion. Washington Mystics, and she's an assistant coach with the Washington Wizards. So we have a black woman as well. So no I I salute Becky Hammond, and I don't take anything from her, and I won't. I am just a bigger fan of Chrissy Tolliver, but I'm a fan of both of these ladies. I want them both to be given the opportunity. Chrissy Tolliver still plays in the WNBA, so she's younger. So she's getting this experience as a female assistant head coach in the NBA, the male league. At a very young age, and when she retires, she'll you know she'll I think she'll position herself to be a head coach within you know you know five you know five ten years maybe um, realistically in my opinion, I love it man, I love it. Uh, women, uh, um, I hate to say it, like women, I'm not gonna say female, but ladies, I'm, I'm with you, I'm rocking with you, we rocking with you. Yeah man, yeah man. Um, Do your you thing. Yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely. Um, your boy, JB's old drug dealer buddy, Master P, and then his basketball buddy, Burn Davis. JB, tell them what Master P and Burn Davis got going on. This is this is an awesome story because this is this is another example of our hip hop moguls, you know, really, really making a power move. They are in the majority leadership of a uh, of a group that is buying out the Adidas company from from, uh, from well, well, no Reebok it's Reebok from, from the Adidas company. Yep. Sorry, it's Reebok from the Adidas company. Um, now the Reebok line, as we know, is a multi-billion-dollar shoe and clothing line. Um, so you know them taking this this chunk from Adidas could mean big, big things for them in terms of revenue, but it also could mean another hip-hop revival for Reebok, depending yeah. on what they do. You know what I'm saying? And Reebok yeah. used to be all over hip-hop back yeah, in the very day. diverse. They had Allen Iverson, mm -hmm. The Answer. Mm -hmm. They had Jay-Z's uh, song, Estac Carter. Mm -hmm. They had G.U. in his tennis shoe. Mm -hmm. they, they're, they're no strangers to hip-hop. Reebok is hip-hop. I'm not a Reebok fan, to be honest. I will be though. Yeah, it's I just a, it's just a wonderful, wonderful uh, power move. They were able to, you know, negotiate this uh, multi-billion-dollar buyout, and I know this is going to do big things for them. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. New. No question. Yeah, and Master P being involved in this deal is very specific. Uh, Reebok to New Orleans is New Balance to DC. So. That's me and you getting a buying New Balance. You already know what that means for the city. Yeah, yeah, that's that's huge. That's so huge. yeah, no definitely, question. you guys deserve the Nipsey Hustle Award, no doubt. And finally, JB, I'm gonna toss it to you again because you are the gangster geek and this is your thing. <laughs> Tell them about Nintendo and all Nintendo. the beautiful things they're doing. Nintendo.
Tando has has offered up a donation program whereby they are donating Nintendo Switches um, to children who are, they're basically donating Nintendo Switches to hospitals for children to be able to utilize yep. for them to keep themselves entertained during their hospital stays because of COVID or whatever, but because there's so many more children being stuck in the hospital now with COVID, they are ramping up and, and improving this donation routine where they are providing Nintendo Switches. Now, Nintendo Switches are small. Nintendo Switches are really, really easy and intuitive for kids to use. The, also, the other thing that Nintendo Switches also offer is really, really easy online play. Um, and they're, you know, kid-friendly games, so you ain't got to worry about them, you know, blowing shit up or having sex or any fucked up shit like that, or, you know, like Grand Theft Auto or, or you know, some of these other weird-ass games. It's more of a kids-oriented well, yeah, game. I don't call them weird. JB, I, but for good children, but oh, for, for children, yes, that, for that's children, what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah. you got children out there playing like what's what Call of Duty and Grand Theft yeah. Auto. I, I like and Grand Theft Auto. Um, well, I'm full of shit. Yeah, but I don't for really like your like nine year old kid, Hell though, no. If that's but exactly I don't even my play. <laughs> but all the freaky shit niggas be doing on Grand Theft Auto, I've never done. I'm like, oh, so y'all be fucking the strippers, the prostitutes. So I have Grand Theft Auto. I'm gonna play it, and I'll be put back after I fuck a girl on it. Yeah, but and keep, so keep yeah, and so shout out to Nintendo for providing um, this donation. It's going to be a huge benefit to kids because because it'll, it'll keep their spirits uplifted. And I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. When you're stuck in a hospital, the biggest thing you got to fight in terms of getting better is the boredom because Hell you really yeah. need to sit there and just fucking rest and get better. But you get bored and you start doing dumb shit. I mean, and then especially when you're a kid, you know, so being able to rest and relax and keep yourself occupied, keep your mind occupied, is going to be a huge help for these children. Shout out for Nintendo to make for making that happen. I'm a Nintendo fan. I've always bought Nintendo products for my kids because they're so intuitive and they are systems that the kids and the adults can join together and they're more kids oriented so you don't have to worry about the you know the grand theft auto type shit yeah, so it's yeah. a good i still look. got my old ass we so no yeah doubt. shout out to nintendo no doubt and mike tyson punch out uh, shout out to Andres for buying me that when i was a little kid <laughs> <laughs> um i netflix and shield segment i gotta start with ghost power book two i watched episode one and then was like, eh, I don't think I want to watch this shit. And then last night, I knew the final episode was coming out tonight. So we'll be recording on Sunday. It comes out on Monday, Monday. Um, so I decided to watch, to start binging yesterday so that I could be prepared for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was good. Mm. I got to admit, like, I was pleasantly surprised. I was happy I binged it. Because I got to watch episode after episode after episode. I was drinking and smoking and having fun. And, and so I am glad it went that way. But um, it was good. I want to give you guys a week before I spoil the whole show. Because as, as of Monday morning when this is out, you may not have seen the finale. But the story takes place you know, a few hours after James St. Patrick Ghost was killed. 
Right. And it's about what Tariq has to go through. Natasha says she killed him because she doesn't want Tariq to go to jail. Tariq is his son, and he killed Ghost. And Tariq, my middle name is Tariq. And Tariq has ruined my middle name with his bullshit, fuck shit, dumb young nigga, dumb shit. I don't even want middle name to be Tariq no more. Until this season. Tariq earned the right to have my middle name be his oh, first name. Oh, he did? Name. He did. Really? In two ways. One, I didn't think he was a good enough actor to pull off his own show. I saw him getting better, mm-hmm. but that he can't do a whole show. Right. He did a whole show. Okay. One, very impressed because I watched him get better. That's awesome. Like I watched him as a weak ass actor. Right. Give that nigga one line and and hope he don't fuck it up. To being a decent actor, I guess. To being a serious actor. Yeah, he he could carry a show. He he carried it. That's what's up. Um, Mary J. Blige was in it. Okay, yeah, I do remember she that. She nailed yeah. her shit. Really? Method Man was in it. He nailed his shit. Uh, there was some cute little chicks in there, but I'm not sure the ages, so I ain't going to say nothing else. Because I'm trying to, like, 30 and up. This is my 2021 goal, JB. I'm tired of these 20. I'm not no more 20-year-olds. Um, <laughs> But moving on, you know, back to the show. Um, <laughs> this guy. Back to the show. This guy. Um, looking at the Tariq, Tariq's little high school homegirls and shit. I'm like, I see, is I see 21? you, nigga. I see you, oh, nigga. Creepy-ass oh. old man. <laughs> like, I know that woman playing a high schooler isn't a high schooler, so I'm going to look at her anyway. Yeah, they be getting naked and shit. Oh, I'm like, oh, short. I see, I mean, I we see. did some wild shit out. High school, and it ain't high schoolers on the shows doing hey, it. Hey, I, I, we was it fucking is, in high school. I, yeah, it, it job is what it is. Be clear. Yeah, yeah. I was giving a lot of daughters a lot of <laughs> eight of them things. <laughs> oh lord! Moving on, moving on. Back to the show. Uh, and, um, back to the show. Uh, so it was an excellent season. I think it was well written. They had the dude to play Bobby Brown. He played a role as like an enforcer to one of the families in Mary J. Blige's family. He was dope in a jump. Uh, some really cute, uh, 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 in, attractive, in, uh, talented women that may or may not be legal, so I don't want to go too far. Um, but there were some good actors, and it was, it was actually a good storyline. Like, real nigga shit, I'm happy about uh all these spinoffs. I'm glad they're working out. I, yeah, at I first I was like, yeah. And this, at the end of it, Mona says, wait till you see season two. So we're all thinking there are five power spinoffs and I'm thinking they get one season apiece. This motherfucker said, wait till season two. Hey. So these are five different shows that may have five year runs of their own. Yeah, we might have a, well, I mean, we it's not a might. We do. We have a power cinematic universe right now. That's Absolutely. What, that's literally what that is. And if they're able to keep those shows running multiple seasons concurrently, that's like some DC comics type shit. That's, that's, that's bank right there. You're talking hundreds of millions of dollars yeah, right there. Yeah. Shout out to them. You know, they all going to be rich as fuck. And we're going to take a deep dive into the season next week. I mean, the, the episode comes out in like a couple hours if you're watching on regular cable. And this is Sunday night we record. Remember that, Sundays at 6. Right. Um, so I don't want to ruin it. 
So we'll talk about it next week in detail, and we'll ruin it for you. But moving on, um, uh, Coming to America, JB, watching the trailer. What were your thoughts? My thoughts on Coming to America were there's a lot of what we call fan service in that. You know, bringing back the classic jokes from the original one to engage those cats, frankly, our age, who remember the old Coming to America. Um, but they've got some new fresh elements in it, a few new fresh elements in it, a few new fresh actors in it, a few new fresh roles. I think it's going to be one of those, you know, family, like really, really good times, like just a show. You know, Temporary don't be- Good time. Well, yeah, you know, don't 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 go into it expecting some riveting plot that's gonna alter the way you think about the world. Expect quality entertainment. Expect a good fucking laugh. You know, watch it from thirty thousand feet. You know what I'm saying? And and enjoy. See, look, look, he uh, trying to trying, trying to get his demonetized. I'm just saying, smoke a clove. Well, yeah, smoke a clove. Uh, wink, wink. Have a drink or two and of watch water, <laughs> and you'll have a wonderful time. Cause the preview looked excellent. I'm definitely gonna watch it, new. Hell yeah. Um, I I was intrigued by it. The whole premise of he has a son. I don't know where they're going with that. I don't know if it was with the woman he married in the movie. Yeah. And she had a son and it just lives in North America. She had a son and didn't tell him. When they were dead, did he fuck some random chick? You know what I'm saying? Did he fuck the sister, get her pregnant I, before they got married? I don't know what the, why he has a son in, in America. America. That's what I didn't understand either. So this is, this is, this is going to be some interesting <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's interesting sure. shit. That's for um, sure. So check that out. Mm-hmm. Something else you guys should check out is Cobra Kai. I am midway through season two, and season three was released on New Year's. Um, it is a spinoff of the Karate Kid movie uh, as uh, executive produced by the Pinkets. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, the Smiths. Mm-hmm. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. Um, it, season one was great. It, yes. it brought back all the old memories. Well, Karate Kid is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, so when they rebooted it, I was like, oh, this should be cool. And it was cooler than I thought because they do so much what I call like nostalgia scenes Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. it takes you back to 1987 or or 1990 or whatever year, you know, and puts you in that moment or reminds you of those moments. And I loved it. Um, this is not a spoiler alert because this is midway season two. Uh, out of all the Cobra Kai guys, and I hated Johnny like everybody else, yeah. but I really fuck with Bobby because when Bobby hurt Daniel in the tournament, he apologized and he was like, "Oh shit, Daniel, they made me do it. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And I was like, "He got character," and they brought him back for a special episode uh, with all the old Cobra Kai guys, and it just was like to see them as grown ass men in their forties, our age, and like I was like, "Wow, they got all the niggas back. That's crazy." Um, and that's Midway Season 2. And I hear the way Season 2 ended was crazier. Don't ruin it for me, JB. I won't. And I hear that Season 3 is that work. So I'm going to finish Season 2. I had to stop to watch Power. Um, and then I'm going to do Season 3. I, and I'm just happy this exists. This is not anything other than me reflecting back to my childhood and being happy. You yeah. Know, I'm happy. 
Well, you you and about uh, 50 million other Ameri uh, Americans are also uh, really, really happy that the show is back. Um, you know, I believe the original Karate Kid came out in 1984. Wow. Um, starring Ralph Macchio, Pat Morita, um, and I forgot the young uh, blonde dude's name. Jo but it, Johnny, well, uh, his, his real name. name. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what his real but name is. But, but at any rate, um, you know, the series comes back. Um, 30 some years later, which is where we are now. Yep, yep. They're two grown ass men. Um, Daniel LaRusso is successful as shit. Um, Johnny Lawrence is not. And it's actually more of Johnny Lawrence's story than it is J uh, Daniel LaRusso's story um, starting out. And then we pick up more on their character development now that yeah, they have gotten yeah. older as the series progresses. Would you say that's a good synopsis? Yeah, it, it's called Cobra Kai. Mm -hmm. It's not called Daniel LaRusso. Exactly, exactly. So absolutely, JB, you know mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really, it's a really interesting look. They delve into a lot of existing teenage issues. So if you've got a kid, Internet, et cetera. Uh huh. Um, bullying and you know all of that right and so if you've got a kid it's actually a good show to watch with your kids it doesn't yeah. get too crazy and adult but it's a really really good show to watch with your kids about that critical moment in puberty and not only what it means to the children but also to the parents dealing yeah. with that shit at the same damn time so i really like the show for those reasons as well and, and that second puberty us adults go through yeah um, well that, yeah that, that's on display as well yeah that's real um death to 2020 we was at millhouse having a cheese no it was a wine a tasting. wine tasting indeed with charcuterie <laughs> yes. oh, another word I never use. <laughs> Charcuterie is a wonderful word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the bread, the cheese, the meats, pause, the wine. Well, I guess the wine isn't part of it, or is it? No, I mean, you wouldn't consider the wine a part of a charcuterie plate. The plate, the, the charcuterie is more like the platter with the meats and the cheeses and, you know, little veggies. Crackers, mm -hmm. veggies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we had the charcuterie and we had. Eight different wines. Uh, yeah, I thought it was more like ten. Yeah, ten different wines. It was ten. Yeah. Um, and we did it via Zoom, and it was dope, man. Like I've only done something like that once with JB. Um, so to do it again, like some culture shit, and y'all should do some of this shit. A wine tasting, you would get a few bottles of wine, a few different cheeses. A few different crackers and a few different breads. Um, to my, you know, rookie, my novice level understanding. And then you would do testings, tastings to see what tastes better together. And I'm assuming you can Google, if I get a red wine, I should get blue. You know, don't do what I'm saying. I'm just giving you an example. I should get the blue cheese and I should get, you know, uh, rich crackers. It's not going to be those things. I'm giving you examples because I can't think of shit else. But you'll, JB, can you give us one legit example of a good wine, a good cheese, and either a bread or cracker that goes with it? Just one example so that they can get a, a real example. Absolutely. And I'll give an example for non-pork eaters because charcuterie platters tend to be heavy on salamis, some prosettas, and prosciuttos, which would, yeah, prosciuttos which, which, which would steer people who eat pork away from that. But one of the things I was telling New is that I actually really like doing charcuterie platters without any pork at all because you can get um, you can get a really nice um, you can get a really nice 
you know would be a really good one to have with women with women especially if you get a really really nice riesling now riesling is a german wine that's a little bit of a sweet wine mm -hmm. um but it's got really really nice floral notes if you do that with a nice savory cheese to kind of counterbalance it a little what bit is it, what would you consider a savory cheese well you could you could go with a really nice aged white cheddar or a really nice aged uh white sharp cheddar i would go with the lighter cheddar because it's a lighter what wine what is a lighter cheddar um, meaning like not a, or a deep orange cheddar, not like a, a, cause there are white cheddars and then there are orange cheddars and they okay. come in two colors basically. Cause I'm, I'm going to do this exact thing. Uh, yeah. Um, um, let me, let me finish. For, for weekend. So yeah, let me he finish. said, uh, uh, Riesling, which I've tasted. Mm -hmm. Riesling is really sweet. Yeah. I mean, um, depending on, you can get ones that are less sweet. I'd prefer okay. the less, the less sweet ones. Well, which ones? Do you know which ones are less sweet off um, hand, off hand? Hugo Hugo uh, has a really really nice uh, riesling. So I'm gonna get a um, Hugo riesling. Um, yeah, and then with um, a, or a white cheddar. Yeah, like a ni a nice uh, aged white cheddar. Aged white cheddar. Uh huh. So riesling, uh, aged white cheddar, mm -hmm. and and then and then you can go with um, some of the uh, some of the smoked trout. Some smoked trout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that and, shit was good. That shit was fire. I ain't gonna lie. The smoke trout was fucking fire. Yeah, yeah. And so and what, what you what always want to do of, is what kind of bread or cracker? Do um, you do? I mean, for me, I personally don't like crackers as much as I like just breads. So I would buy a baguette, and you know, um, you can buy a baguette and you can make your own toast points. You just slice it thin and put them put them in the so um, literally, oven. I go to the grocery store. And to the bread section and look for baguette. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a French it's a French roll. So it's the you know the French baguette, like the long skinny jump, like looks like a sub sandwich type yeah. shit. The long jump, that's a French baguette. You get you one of those. You slice it into little pieces. You take those little circlets. You put them in the oven on low temperature, three hundred degrees, for about twelve and a half minutes, and you make little toast points. So they're crispy on the outside, but they've got still a little breadiness on the inside. And you, and that just gives you the option to make like little sandwiches if you want, or to do whatever. I'm doing um, this. And then you can kick it up a notch if you get like a nice honey or a nice. Uh, sweet relish or a spread to go beside that, so you can do you like say a, or a spread, like a spread, like spread? like a spread, like a nice um like a nice mango chutney or like a nice um you could even do like a nice uh, uh bitter orange marmalade or something to give it a little okay. sweetness. Um, again, it's about it's about kind of creating a creating a collage of flavors to go with the wine. You mostly want to complement the wine by giving it a little contrast, but you don't want to go too heavy, which is why I'm going with savory things that are relatively light. You know, fish instead of salami or steak or chicken or something crazy like that. Um, you know, aged Reese white. Things is red. No, no, they are not. Okay. They are white. Okay, I right, cool. Yeah, that's okay, why I'm we're doing all you, of the light you. colors. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I was following you. I'm, I'm trying to you know, learn the science, mm -hmm. and I was like, for some reason, I thought Riesling was a red. Mm -hmm. Riesling is a white. Mm -hmm. Bet. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I that means that I do understand the concept behind it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. and and uh, and Aaron, you know, shout out to Aaron, the guy who put the tasting get together that we attended. He said it perfectly: light with light, dark with dark. 
um, you know, light with white, heavy with dark, it, heavy with uh, it with red is the way to go. Absolutely. Uh, I got I to see if she likes white or red wine. So I might hit you up like, uh, she like red. We got to come up with a new platform. Oh uh, yeah, red red is like my bread and what butter. Red red is, I do better with red than white because I prefer. I think red. I think I prefer red. Okay, you probably yeah. Do. Time stamp this. So what's the, what's the red? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, give me give me a red recommendation. Okay, we, we can we can rewind back have a whole wine segment. So, yeah, no but doubt. But now we're doing red. Okay, so, so um, red wine, red wine. Um, I prefer. For a wine tasting with red wines, I want to go with two different balances. So with red wine, I would never do just one wine because of people's preferences. So I would go with something a little sweeter or a little uh, mellower, like a petite Syrah or a Syrah or a, um, or a uh, Beaujolais which is another really, really nice wine. I'm surprised he didn't have a Beaujolais in his, in his, in his bag. And a, a Pinot Noir is... A Pinot Noir is on the level of like a Petite Syrah or a Beaujolais. It's a, it's a lighter red wine rather than a heavier red wine. Yeah, I, I know I knew about some wines, did you? Mm -hmm. You didn't think I knew. JB ain't the only one to know, nigga. <laughs> All right, continue. Um, so I would go with a I would go with a Beaujolais or a Petite Syrah because personally those are two of my favorites. Um, okay. And then for the darker wine, I would also go with a darker selection. And for that, I would go with a Bordeaux or a Cabernet Sauvignon um, because those are deep, rich wines. And so with the Petite Syrah or the Beaujolais, I would again. Go with lighter fare, but a little less light. Now you can go with some of those heavier cheeses. I actually like my Beaujolais with um, actually blue cheese. Um, now I know you're not a big pork eater, so obviously you're not gonna do the pork, but here would be an opportunity to do salami. But you could also do like a really, really nice carpaccio, or you could even do almost like a hot selection, like a like a like a seared selection to go with that uh, petite Syrah. So you could actually take some really, really thin, um, some like a beef tenderloin or something, slice it up really, really thin, like thin little carpaccio slices. I know you're not into the raw meat thing. I would actually season that and eat it as it is because I would buy high quality beef. But the other thing you can do is just quickly sear it, 20 seconds on each side in a pan with some butter. And then you have a really, really nice compliment to go with that um, petite Syrah, that Pinot Noir, right? The other thing you can do is you can sear up some chicken breasts and cut that into thin slices because, again, the protein is a complement to everything else. So, you know, think outside of a plate, you know, um, and so you can do that. And then for cheeses, like I said, you can go with a nice blue. Now it's time to get into some of those orange or... Uh, you know, cheddar cheeses if you want. Yeah, um, yeah. You can go with like a nice dark aged sharp cheddar 
in that case if you want. Um, you can also get a little deeper and go with like a smoked Gouda or a Gruyere cheese. You take that and then what you want to do is you want to add to that a little more savory. So you want to get yourself like a nice savory kind of sauce or dressing to go with it. Like some nice um, spicy mustard or like that truffle salt yeah, yeah. that that truffle yeah, salt that yeah. we had. Oh, I'm getting truffle salt. Is or, that, you know, that's going to be part of our life from now on. <laughs> one, of the other thing, one of the other things that's actually really, really delicious is if you take some horse horseradish dressing, mm. especially if you're going to do the beef, mm. and then you sprinkle some chives or some thyme or some parsley in that horseradish okay. and mix it up to, to give it a little more kick a little more yeah. extra flavor that's also really really nice with the red um now for that bordeaux that's that's my dinner wine um that that's that's uh that's steak all the way that's steak and mashed potatoes all the way um so another thing i like to really do when i'm doing a meat plate or a charcuterie oh, plate so when, is I do I do my, when i do my foil wrap mm -hmm. i need a bordeaux a bordeaux or or a or a cabernet sauvignon uh, mm -hmm. Potatoes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, the Bordeaux or the uh, or the Cabernet Sauvignon with that would be extremely, extremely solid. Extremely solid. So there you go. There's a little bit of that wine tasting and what we did. I mean, and all of the things I said, Aaron literally said on that day. I'm not, you know, countermanding anything he said, but this is just good, you know, wine advice. You know, liquor advice. Honestly. Yeah, I think I'm. A, I'm. I'm gonna do the the. the uh the white wine with the f fish as mm -hmm. uh, day one, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know they have a you know, you know a dinner a little later if, if that if it's needed. I think I'm gonna do the the, the foil wrap with the, with the beef and the, mm -hmm. the asparagus and potatoes with the with, with cabernet. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Bordeaux. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that another day. Yeah, I mean, and if I may, oh. We should well no, whatever game night we have, should we have the the charcuterie? I think I don't think we're gonna ever have a game night ever again without a charcuterie. I'm, I'm gonna say the charcuterie <laughs> to, for the game night, cause yeah, that should be our game night. Boom! I figured it out. Mind your fucking business, JB. Yeah. I, we'll, we'll talk. You mind your business. Yeah, um, yeah. I so, strongly recommend that you practice like on yourself. Like you, yeah. can, you can go to the the gas station and get a couple of these wines for cheap and just practice. You know, you don't have to buy them. Mike, Mike, huh? Mike. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gesticulating yeah, like, like, like that. Like, all over sorry. the place. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but you can, you can practice, you know, you can buy like one thing of cheese, you know, one, you know, like you can, you can do a charcuterie platter for like, Ten dollars, and it could be dinner that that night. Yeah, you know and you saying? can't get this information on million dollars worth of game, the Joe Button podcast, horrible decisions, or motherfucking none of the others. I'm just saying. Shout we out are to the us. black CNN. Shout out to all of them. You know, I love y'all, but they ain't doing this. We're a little different. It is what it is. It's just different. Um, book club, different. I'm reading the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. By I think Stephen Covey. Um, what I learned the most is that all of the quotes that I grew up learning and knowing and hearing, they all come from this book. This book is the book. Is the book. 
I kept hearing it and I kept hearing about it and kept hearing that it was the book. But I was like, man, I'll get to it when I get to it. As I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This was the book. Oh, shit. So my advice to you guys is to get the seven habits of highly effective people and read it with me in the month of January. I am, I'm on habit two, and it's the seven habits. So I ain't that far. Get the book. Let's read it together. Let's figure it out. Let's talk about it on Clubhouse. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's hey, simple enough, man. That should be easy enough to do. <laughs> Hell yeah, and it's a good book. You no, know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm learning shit like, oh shit. All I post, cut twice, measure once. Successful people do what unsuccessful people aren't willing to do. Like all of the quotes that I grew up sprouting, spouting, or hearing, they all come from this fucking book. I'm like, That's young. Funny. That's funny. That's this funny. Dude he, the beast. Shit you thought you made up and shit. Even <laughs> shit I thought I made up. That's, I was that's like, great. oh, I didn't make this up. It was in this book 30 years ago. Oh, right. shit. <laughs> right. Um, music segment, I, I'll give you guys this really quick. We're going to go into music heavy next year, but we have had a lengthy show, and, and I know you guys got work to do, so I don't want to keep you guys too much longer. But um, fuck 2020, I played at the top of the show. Sorry, YouTube, you didn't hear it. But everybody else did. That that is my favorite song right now. Um, LeBron James by Jay Stone featuring Nipsey Hussle and Dom Kennedy. We played that. AI with the Braves, the game featuring Lil Wayne. Uh, Bread of Life by Stove God Cooks. Uh, Back Door by Little Dirk. These are songs you should be listening to. And it's on our playlist, a part name kickback on Apple Music. I'm just giving you a couple. All right, so what are your top three, new? Like, give, give me, like, your kicker, your backer, and your kickbacker okay. song. My kickbacker, well, I'll do, I do, I do backer up to kicker. Okay. My backer song is going to be Speak to Me by Corin Hawthorne. Mm -hmm. It's a relationship song. It's an R&B song. Mm -hmm. And it just talks about a relationship in a way I want to hear it. <laughs> in a way a woman is talking to me that I want to hear. Okay. I'm like, all right, baby, I got you. Okay. Um, so that's my backer. That's my kicker. My backer is Power by Kevin Gates featuring Dermot Kennedy. And it's all about the power of pussy. <laughs> it's about how great pussy can be when it's right. And when you like her and when you love her and when she does everything and you just do everything and you guys have great sex. And he says, you got the power on me. <laughs> so I love that joke. My number one song right now by Kick. So we got the backer, which was uh, Speak To Me. No, we got the kicker, which is Speak To Me. The backer, which was Power. But the Kick Back yeah. Song is F2020 by no Avenue no B featuring Jesse Reyes. No doubt. No Fuck doubt. 2020. No doubt. That was a, a nice groove. 2020. Nice groove. Yeah, man. So that will represent the songs, JB. I'm with it. I'm as, with it. As we get up out of here, uh, who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl? Well, we know my Cowboys won't be because we lost today. And if the Redskins win, they get it. If the Redskins lose, the Giants get that NFC East placement. Um, I don't care anymore. My fucking team lost. Um, but who do you think can make it to the Super Bowl? I think um, in the NFC, we're looking at 
either the um, we're either looking at the Packers or um, although, you know, as you were saying earlier, when we were breaking it down, the Saints are doing a little better now than the Bucks are. It's kind of hard to bet against Tom Brady, especially exactly. especially with the Buccaneers playing the way they are. Their defense is stepping up. Um, the Super Bowl is in Tampa. Yeah, they they it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. So that's that's coming out the NFC, the AFC. Um, you got a you got a couple of interesting um, ones in there. Buffalo and Pittsburgh have done really really well this year. So the those two teams, in my opinion, are the front runners that have a chance. Not a good one. Not a good one, but they have a chance to beat out the Chiefs for the AFC spot in the Super Bowl. At the end of the day, New, I'm going to keep it a buck with you, though. I think it's going to be the Packers and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I think we're going to see a replay okay. of Super Bowl three. Wow. Okay. Okay. I um I like the teams you selected. I like um uh the – I wanted to like the Seahawks, but I can't. Right. Um, I like what Aaron Rodgers is doing with the Packers. MVP. I like what Tom Brady is doing. Definitely, I think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. Mm -hmm. um, I like what uh, Tom Brady is doing with the Bucks. Um, the Saints, I want to sleep on. I don't like Drew Brees' arm strength at this point in his career. But I've learned to uh, understand that the Saints are the real deal. Until the playoffs... Very true. So, very true. I'm looking at. I want it to be Tom Brady and the Bucks. I think the Saints and the Packers will have a better opportunity. I agree. My pick as well is the Buck. Is the uh, Packers? Packers, yeah. Right. In the AFC, I don't believe in Pittsburgh at all. Mm -hmm. They have too many injuries, mm -hmm. too much shit going on. They ain't gonna make it. I wouldn't be surprised they lost Wild Card Weekend. Interesting. Um, the Bills, I think they're a year or two away. Mm. Mm. And they're good enough, mm. but they're a year or two away. You think it's uh, your homeboy Josh needs a couple more years to grow with that playoff experience, or you think it's the defense? Yeah, I think it's experience in general, mm -hmm. even with the coaching. Okay. I think everybody needs to – I think when the they stakes are at its highest, experience yeah. in order to, when the stakes yeah, are I'm at their you. highest, um, but I picked the Chiefs. My dark horse team in the AFC is the Tennessee Titans. Interesting, interesting. My dark horse team in the NFC is the Seattle Seahawks. Um, but I honestly see the Packers and the Chiefs like you do. Mm. Mm. Um, we'll that, have to see what happens. And I have the Chiefs winning. Yeah, I I, I would too, to be real with you. I would too. Patrick Mahomes is probably going to go down as the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. Yeah, I. it'd be hard. He's to, the only one that, that's going to beat Tom Brady. He's got all the tools, and he he is a, he is a game general um, like Tom Brady is. So, yeah. yeah. He's black. Mm -hmm. But um, no, that's irrelevant. <laughs> <I'm Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> relevant to me. Yeah, even relevant to us. Hell yeah. The Wizards, JB, our team in DC has had a rough start in the NBA. Um, we're currently beating the Brooklyn Nets by three points going into the fourth quarter. 
Uh, we were up by much more. We play very, very well. We have excellent third quarters where we outscore everybody. And then in the fourth quarter, we fall apart. Russell Westbrook is averaging a triple-double. Bradley Beal is averaging 32 points a game. We have our full complement of talent for the second straight game. We're undefeated in 2021. We have a lead. I'm 20, yeah, 21. And we have a lead in 2021. And we will see how this plays out. All right, I need to step away again. So break down this game. All right. <laughs> so I look at uh, the Wizards as turning a corner, but we've dug ourselves a hole to start this season. And I wonder how much that's going to affect us. Um, uh, Brooklyn has looked phenomenal. Um, they, you know, Kai D, K, Kyrie, KD have looked amazing. They did lose Spencer Dinwiddie, which is a huge loss. I think he was their third best player. Some may argue Karis LeVert. I think you're wrong. Their third best player was Spencer Dinwiddie. And um, that's a huge loss. So they may have been a favorite to win the chip this year. But um, maybe they're just a favorite to come out of the East now with Spencer Dinwiddie's injury. Um, but this is a good test for the Wizards. We have lost to teams that I think we're better than. Mm. Um, but we're now getting it together. And I want to see what it looks like once we have it together against a good team. We have it together. We're playing a good team. We're up by one with three seconds left in the third quarter. So we will see how this ends out. The determining factor is how this fourth quarter goes. If this fourth quarter goes to shit, Russell Westbrook, I understand the clock was winding down. I don't want him to shoot ever again. I want him to drive to the basket or pass. <laughs> him shooting makes my ass itch. It, it is, <laughs> I told you that nigga couldn't good. shoot. I told he you before. can't shoot. <laughs> nigga can't shoot. <laughs> like, he be throwing up. He be throwing up masonry, young, like nigga, nigga, bricks. Skip Bayless like called, called some Russell Westbrick. <laughs> nigga. His nickname is Russell Westbrick. But he can rebound, he can pass, he can score. Stop shooting. He's he's like Jesus. He's like me back when we were kids before I started wearing my glasses playing basketball. I could do everything <laughs> but shoot. That nigga needs some glasses. No bullshit. <laughs> he can't. Damn. I, I'm with I'm with you though, New. Um, the Wizards need to get their shit together. What I'm seeing is a lack of coaching because coaching is where you really see a team's will manifest in the fourth quarter, where they learn how to stomp on a team's neck, where they learn how to uh, you know end all hope of a comeback, and they're not really mm -hmm. doing that. I do like what I'm seeing today because I'm seeing transition defense yeah. throughout the game. I'm yeah. seeing a stick-to-itiveness and a toughness in the third quarter. You know, um, saw a really, really nice challenge on a Kyrie Irving shot, you know, mm -hmm. at the end of the third quarter. They're playing with a little more, a little more of that D.C. Fight. Ball that, which that I, I wanted Russell to bring. Mm -hmm. I thought Russell Westbrook would bring that. Right. But it's, he's brought it in spurts. But this may be, well, it's still. It's one we're game. Gonna, we got to see what fourth quarter does. Number Cause one. Because we Number do one. a lot of that in the first three. Mm -hmm. And then we don't do any of it in That's the fourth. Real. That's real. So we'll see how this game ends. Mm -hmm. um, and this is how the podcast ends. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We, we missed you. It's been a couple weeks. We, our greatest month in podcast history was November. 
And in December, of course, we took a couple weeks off. With January, brand new year, 2021. We're all healthy. We're all here. We made it. We survived 2020, which is available at New Dad's Fashion Dad Statement dot myshopify.com, no which will be in the description. And I, I want you guys to um get you your shirts, get you your partner and kickback shirts, and um be fully invested in the movement because we ain't going nowhere. When everybody else took a day off, JB, what we do? We was we here. We're we was back here. at it. As always, every goddamn Monday coming Zoom. at you, no doubt. Or no StreamYard. No doubt. Shout out to our Patreon patrons. Thank you for your support. Hell yeah. Your support literally keeps the lights on. Um, yep. Check us out on YouTube. Don't be afraid of the rabbit hole. We'll take you down a path that you've never been before, but we'll get you there. Um, shout out to you, New, and, you know, oh, man, man, let's let's get it, man. It's 2021. You know what I'm saying? 2021. Uh, it's all about the money, young. Hey. 2021, all about the money, young. 2021, hey. all about the money. Young. Hey. So, <laughs> so let's get it. Um, get your ass up. Go for a jog or a walk. Do That's some exercise. To talk about exercise, nigga. Exercise. Exercise. Yes. I got out and and jogged around the neighborhood. While I jogged and I walked. I I I I walked. Oh, I jogged. I don't know what the word is. I went walking. <laughs> hey, man, he went He went walking. I played another round of disc golf today. Um, you know, um, so um, expect some more thoughts from the course from me in 2021. Um, just because I want to show you how easy it is to get outside and to do shit. And the way for me to show you that is for me to fucking show you. So, Boom. you know, little little 30 second, two minute clip every time I'm out there just to show you how easy it is. But I'm gonna start posting those because that'll help me keep in the habit. Yeah, it, it, it'll hold you accountable. Cause they're Goddamn. like, we ain't post today. Did, did you not do it? Goddamn right, goddamn so right. So y'all hold us accountable. Goddamn hold me right. and JB accountable for our working out and shit. Um, but you do it too, and we love you. And we, we know you went through a lot last year, and we know this year started off the way it did, and we know that it's going to get better for you. And we speaking that over you. I ain't no religious nigga, but I'm speaking it over you. It's going to get better. Goddamn You're going right. to get happier. You're going to get a lot of those things you want. You might not get everything, but you're going to get a lot of those things you want. If you're intentional in purpose, if you're definitive in purpose, if you say, this is what I want, and then go after it, I don't see a reason you can't get it. Real nigga shit. But you got to say, I want this, I'm going after this, and then you got to do the work. You can't just want something and then it come to you. No doubt. Say no it. Doubt. What we talk about today, put it on the back of, uh, back of an envelope. Yep. Write it down. Write it down. One more time. Write it down. Yeah, the expression Don't type goes, it in your phone. Yeah, the expression goes, say what, say what you seek, then seek what you say. I would say... No, no, no. speak what you seek see, until you see what sorry, you say. Sorry, speak what you seek until you see what you say. I, yeah. would, say, I would say, write what you seek <laughs> until you see, until you see yeah. what you say. Uh, I'll take another level. Write and speak what you seek <laughs> there it is. until you see <laughs> what you say. You hear me? Man, it's a part of kickback. I'm no breaks new. JB Frank, that gangster geek, man. 
So uh, we'll see you motherfuckers next week. Hopefully the Senate is turned blue. Vote. Hopefully you guys ain't good health taking your CMOS, your elderberry with zinc, your lime in your water and in your tea, your motherfucking uh, uh, soursop leaf. If you're anemic like me, you're taking iron supplements, you're taking your blood pressure medicine, you're taking your insulin, you're doing everything you and you're working out. 30 minutes of cardio plus whatever workout you do. I, I Hear me. 30 minutes of cardio plus whatever workout you do yeah, in man. addition. Yeah, man. And then by, you know, March 4th, you should be in a different place. In June 4th, you should be in a much different place. In September 4th, you killing the game. No doubt. And then January 4th, 2022, you've realized all your dreams. And now you're just living off the interest, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Money, own business, relationship. You do all the work in 2021 so you can live off the interest in 2022. I, I just it. made that up. I love it. That's pretty good. Live off the interest. I love it. I wanted to call this episode... Um, Fuck 2020. We might have to call it live off the interest. I'm I not like sure. that. I'm not sure. We I, gotta figure I like it out. live off the interest. <laughs> All right. So we thank you, kickbackers. We love you. Peace. See you in six days and 23 hours, 22 hours. Bitches. Say 2021. Uno, we out.